Shauna and Jody here with Real Sisters, Real Talk. We're glad to have you joining us as we talk about growing in our faith with God. Welcome to Real Sisters, Real Talk. I'm Shauna. That's my big sister, Jody, and we are just thrilled to have this conversation with you today. Man, we are getting close to the holidays. It is, I mean, we're just a few days away now from Christmas, and my heart is just skipping a beat. I'm ready to embrace all things, like be with my family in my pajamas, playing cards. We grew up, I have to tell you, we grew up so playing cards. Like we played cards hard, meaning, you know, we would eat and then we would clear the table and then we would deal. <laughs> we played cards. It was awesome, but I'm ready for it. I'm ready to be in my jammies with my cup of tea playing cards. Yep. Wrapped in a blanket. Yes. Absolutely. With a fire going 100%. in the fireplace. That's the best. <laughs> uh, I don't have the fireplace. Yeah. A little bit jelly on that one, but yes, other than that, hundred <laughs> percent. Are you ready for Christmas, Jodes? Yeah, I am completely ready. I mean, we have been decorated and presents under the tree. And so just excited for family time. Um, we have little Faye's first birthday between now and Christmas as well. And so that's a fun celebration. Yeah, um, which is super exciting. But yeah, Christmas, I'm ready. I love the family time. You know, we get to to have meal together and play games and um, just hang out, which I love. I feel like there's not a whole lot of a agenda, um, you know, other than going to church. Um, but it's, you know, just kind of eating and hanging out and being together and opening presents and just family time. Having fun. I know it feels like up to this time, it's like busy, 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 busy. Like there's so many things to do all of December. And then you get to this point in the journey where it's like, Huh, I hope for you that, you know, the big things are done, the most important things are done. And for me and my family, the week in between Christmas and New Year's is some real downtime. Us too. It, it's a very nice rhythm to the holiday season. I even take the week between Christmas and New Year's off. And so it's just a nice, nice uh rhythm of, of rest in between there and just kind of being present with whatever's happening. Yeah. So we usually go for a walk too. Awesome. Moody radio. So Moody radio is under the umbrella of Moody Bible Institute and the president of Moody Bible Institute always gives all of us two weeks off at Christmas time, which is, it's not part of our vacation days or anything like that. It's just this gift. So yeah, we've had this week off, plus I have next week off. And with all the extra space, I like to use that time to just kind of reflect on the last year and think about, you know, stepping into a brand new year and yeah, reflecting on what I've learned in 2023. And so we think, you want to share a little bit of your wisdom of? Yeah, I, you know, there's, there's so many things that I've learned in 2023 and I just want to to reiterate what you just said, like, I feel the same way. This is a time for slowing down now that the holidays are kind of upon us, but that between Christmas and New Year's is really when I get to sit in that practice of uh, reflecting and looking back at the year. And one of the things I just want to point out is that we, we can run at such a quick pace that we, we actually forget the lessons learned because we're so pushing, we're pushing so hard forward 
and we don't slow down to take a look. And so just even as preparing for this podcast, and we can talk a little bit about what it looks like to reflect on the year. I want to get to that practical piece of how would, what would this look like for you at home if you want to do this? But as I've been sitting in this last year, just a couple things um, I've done is I've looked back at my journals. And so I, I say journals because I do have an online journal because sometimes my thought process or what I want to put down, it's faster for me to type it. And so I have a Google Doc that I um, keep that is simply titled my journal. Um, and it might be a, a dream or, or just something God is teaching me or, um, you know, whatever it is, something that I'm, I'm you know, kind of working through. Um, and then I also have a, a journal that I hand write in. And when I have a little bit more space where it's a little more um, reflective, not necessarily like, oh, I need to journal this, but like, I just want to reflect or write a prayer to the Lord, I typically like to write it. And so I kind of do it in two ways. I need to get better at this. But when, as the year comes to a close, to be able to, to pull both of those up and page through my journal and scroll through my Google Doc and just kind of see the learnings. There's so many things that I forget. And so that's why we think we'll never forget. We think it was a big moment. And so, um, you know, we think we won't forget. But one of, one of the learnings that I just reflected on as I was looking through my, um, my Google Doc journal was to look at uh, just literally what God has done in the last year. So, um, for Sean and I, it was just a little over a year ago, maybe, maybe 14 months, 13 months, probably 13 months ago that we started talking about, wouldn't it be fun to do a podcast, but neither one of us had any idea how to make that happen. And right. And so as we walked in the process, we just kept going forward only with what we knew to do next. That's all we could do because we literally had no idea what we were doing and, you know, kind of research the next thing and ask a lot of questions. And we ended up, um, there were things that I just thought, I don't know how we're going to possibly do that. And then we ended up getting help, um, in certain areas that we desperately needed help. And so there's a team that gets this podcast out each week, which we are so grateful for. So, um, yeah, I mean, shout out to Bailey and Pete and just, we so appreciate you and what you do, um, to help us get this podcast out. And so as we, each step that we took, we just kept walking forward, not having any idea how to make it happen, how it was going to happen. If really just kind of felt this really, um, invitation by God to, to walk in it. And so we did. And there were times when it was very scary. And there were times when I thought, oh, I, I don't think we should do this. And, um, honestly, we had recorded some of the, the podcasts and we hadn't quite launched yet. And I just remember calling you Shauna and saying, we need to set our launch date because I'm starting to panic. And so I just knew we had to commit because we had been called to do this. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about that? Oh, well, it wasn't just like, I don't know if we should do this. It was like, I don't know if we, I don't know if we can do this. Like, I don't know if I, can, if I can do this. And so there was some real, yeah, it just it had to be busted through, but God is good and God is faithful. And we definitely felt like it was him leading us into this. Um, and so we stepped in and now there's this beautiful community. And one of the things, one of the highlights for me was the, the, episode that we did on life versus Jodes, you kind of coached us through that. And that really resonated with you. And it was so fun to hear back from you how that, 
how that inspired you to look back on life verses and verses that have been meaningful to you and just kind of do some work of some scripture digging and reflecting. And that was a lot of fun. And I think that this episode is going to be one of those where you might want to, rather than just listen to what we learned, I hope it inspires you to sit down with a friend and reflect on what your learnings were, you know, look through your own journal. I did the same thing, Jodes. I looked through my journal and revisited 2023. And there were some kind of macro learnings and lots of lots of micro learnings, lots of little moments, you know, where I was panicked and, you know, in my journal and I just needed something right then from the Lord. But I definitely have seen some themes emerge as I've kind of just looked, reflected over the past year. But I'm, I'm so grateful. One of the things I'm so grateful for is that we have the opportunity to, to meet together in this space and to do the podcast. Absolutely. I think one of the things too, just in, in light of the podcast is learning that. So my learning is that when God invites us into something, he's going to provide the way. And I don't have to understand the end result. When I start, I just have to be obedient. And I feel like that's, that's a theme we've talked about a lot in this last year, 2023 of our podcast is obedience. We're called to obedience, whether we understand the end result or not, we're called to obedience. And so that was just a very practical thing that I could look back and go, okay, we just had to walk in obedience. You didn't show us how you were going to do all the pieces and it didn't make sense to us, but you had a plan, God, and we didn't have to know the whole plan. We just had to know what you were asking us to do next. And so just a good challenge to remember that as we walk into 2024. So that was probably a pretty significant learning for me this year. So one of my kind of macro learnings, big picture, as I step back and and read through my journal is I really feel like the Lord wanted me to know this last year that he's with me Mm -hmm. and because he's with me, I'm safe. So God is with me. So I'm safe. I'm okay. He's going to be with me through whatever comes my way. He's going to see me through it. He's going to see me to the other end of it. There isn't anything that he can't do or that I can't handle with him with me. And I've literally seen this time and time again over the last year. If I need wisdom and I ask the Lord for wisdom, he gives me wisdom like real time in the middle of, you know, where you, you would think and given the situation that it's a, the kind of scenario where you need to just pull away to be able to hear from the Lord, like real time, the Holy Spirit with me has given me insights that I wouldn't have on my own wisdom that I don't have on my own for my circumstances. There've been times when I have felt unsettled and he remembering that he's with me right here, right now has been my peace. And it's not like he gave me peace. I know I've talked about this on the episode before, but it's not like he's this distributor of good product. It's like, he is the product. He is my peace. And so just recognizing that he's with me has brought me a measure of peace. And there've been times when I have needed strength. I've needed courage and it's, uncommon to who I am. And God provided it for the moment that I was in. So I freak out a lot when I think about my circumstances and I don't think about God being a part of those circumstances. I have a tendency to freak out about them. But to, but to picture my future without God is actually not a realistic view of my future at all. So when I'm, so this whole past year, I feel like the Lord has been reiterating and pressing into my bones that he's here and 
I shouldn't be picturing in a future without him because he's promised he's never going to leave me. He's never going to forsake me. And a couple of the verses that kind of float to the top for me from this past year are Isaiah 41, 13, which is, for I am the Lord, your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear. I will help you. And when I read that verse, I see an image in my head of me maybe being like three, four years old and my heavenly father having me by the hand, literally, and we're walking down a beach and it's rocky and my footing is unsure. And every now and then my, my foot will slip and he just lifts me up, you know, so my feet little dangle for just a minute and then will set me back down. And I just picture him literally holding my hand and walking with me. And then the other verse that jumps out to me in that learning is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's, girl, you can do hard things. That's a very popular phrase right now. Girl, you can do hard things. And it's, it's true when Jesus is with us. It's not always true. You know, it's not true in outside of that spiritual reality, but we we don't have to live outside of that spiritual reality. We live in the spiritual reality that God is with us all the time. So I'm still learning and I hope this walks with me right on into 2024 as well. But it's definitely something that the Lord's been pressing into my heart of the last year. I love that. Yeah. When it, just kind of almost in, even in light of what you just shared, one of the things that I reflected on as I looked through the different entries in my journal was my deep desire to spend more time in the presence of God and realizing, oh, I'm just coming out of a busy season and I have been running on my own steam and this is not what I want to do. I want to walk in your presence, God. I want to make time for you. And I I feel like it was this re- reoccurring theme that I just didn't quite get. And so there's a little bit of grief in me as I look back over the year and think with all the times I wrote about this, it should be mastered. In December. <laughs> and yet I realize that this is something I want to lean into in 2024 is you just talked about God doesn't give us peace. He is peace. And so spending time in his presence means we are spending time in the presence of perfect peace. And what, who doesn't want that? And why would I choose busyness or um, accomplishing tasks over that. And yet it seems like over and over again, that's what I choose. And so um, while I I am disappointed with seeing that theme over and over again, I'm really um, thankful for this time to reflect so that I can go, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is something that I can't just keep writing about, but I need to make a change here. And so what what are the practical steps I'm going to do in 2024 that will create space for me to sit regularly in the presence of God? And so I think that's one of the, the, you know, I said it early on, that's one of the gifts of looking back is so often we miss the things that God is showing us and we think, you know, oh, you taught me this time, God, I'll never forget this one. And then here we go back into routine. And, you know, one of the blessings of 2023 is it's been so fun. I've had just a a lot of opportunities to teach and speak at different places, which I have had a blast doing, but it's also busy. And so just even recognizing, um, I mean, you have two. And so just recognizing that busyness cannot replace sitting in the presence of God. 
because the most important thing is that relationship with him and any of our ministry or anything we do or anything we have to offer our families comes out of, I sure want it to come out of my relationship with him. Um, and so, yeah, just a good challenge for me, a little bit of a failing this year. And yet, um, I don't feel, um, beat up. I feel like let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's get some practical steps, whether it's setting an alarm, putting something on my calendar, um, just something that creates routine and something doable. So this is what my, my process in that will be is I will create a doable action that I can actually achieve. So I'm not going to say I'm going to sit in 40 minutes of silence every morning first thing, because reality is that's not going to happen. But I can realistically say, you know, one day a week, I will set aside, um, you know, 15 minutes to just sit in the presence of God. And this is on top of quiet times and, you know, prayer and things like that. And maybe, maybe once a week or maybe once every other week, I'll set aside 30 minutes to an hour to go someplace. Like maybe it will be, I'm going to go to the beach for an hour and walk, or I'm going to, so something practical that I can actually do, I can put on my calendar and I can, I can see if it is happening or when I need to create space for it. So that's kind of how my approach will be for 2024. That's really good. Thank you for being honest about just being in the process because it is, it's a process growing in Jesus is a process. And because it's a process, I don't think we always get to see, like you'd mentioned, Jodes, the, the victory or even the learnings. You, you mentioned several times now, looking back, looking back, looking back. A few weeks ago, I came across a devotional um, from Lectio 365 that was specifically about looking back. And it was about the life of Jacob and how God had called Jacob to go back to Bethel, the place where he first received the promise. Now, when he first met with God in Bethel, he was running from his brother. He was scared. He just didn't know what the future held. But when he returned, he had been really, you know, life had been really profitable. He had his huge family and his whole family came with him. And, and what God wanted for him was to settle there and to worship him there and, and to build an altar for him there. And in, and in this devotional, we were challenged to, you know, in this world where we're always thinking about what we want next, we're always praying into the future to, to stop and think about what we have asked God for in the past, because you might realize, and I certainly did when I did this, that I'm actually living in the fulfillment of things that I once longed for. And I remembered through this devotional that we moved to Michigan in 2010 and I remember moving here and I was pretty geeked about what this was going to mean for my husband because this is home for him. He's from West Michigan. So it was like coming back to his people and his tribe. He loves everything about West Michigan. And I was so excited about the school system that my kids were heading into and what they would experience there. And I just was thrilled for them. And I remember I got them, we got settled here. Well, not exactly settled. It took us seven weeks to get into our home. So we were staying a, at a friend's cottage, but my kids were settled into school. My husband was settled into his work at the church. He's a pastor. And I did not have anywhere to go and I didn't have anything to do. And I couldn't even like unpack boxes because we weren't in our home yet. It took seven weeks to get there. But I'm sitting by Cobb Lake, you know, outside this little cottage. And I was talking to the Lord and I was thanking him for all the things that he did for my kids and all the things that he did for my husband. And I started to get a little bit sad. And I was like, I, I'm grateful. And I don't mean to be ungrateful but I need to be honest. I don't see how this is good for me in any way. This is just going to be a sacrifice for me. Like I'm really, really far away from my family. Getting back to them is going to be a lot harder. 
there's nothing for me here. There's nothing that even feels like me. This feels so foreign to me. All of it, the land, the green, the trees, the, like all of it. And, um, and so I just kind of like quietly asked him if it was possible that there could maybe be something for me in this season in West Michigan. So fast forward 13 and a half years, I look back now and I never would have guessed in a million years that I would be a morning show host for Moody Radio doing, I mean, just, oh, that's crazy. Never would have guessed that I would be doing this podcast with you, Jodes, and never would have guessed that, you know, I would have a regular opportunity to, to study God's word and to teach what I'm learning from God's word and to be able to share that. And that just brings my heart so much joy. So God certainly had a plan for me, but I, I needed to reflect back. I needed to remember my Jacob Bethel, you know, head on the rock moment, wrestling with God moment, um, to be able to see that along with the longings that I have for the future, that I'm actually living in the fulfillment of answered prayers. Yeah, I love that. You know, you said something in there about, um, you know, the, you have the privilege of studying God's word and sharing what you've learned. I literally wrote on my list, just even as I reflected on the year, one of the things I learned is that it is such a privilege to study God's word. I don't know why that has been impressed on me so much this year, but just the awareness of, you know, probably even as I study the Bible and you know that they didn't have access, the people back then had to be taught the word of God in the synagogue. It had to be read to them. They didn't have access to Bibles on their lap or in an app on a phone that we carry with us everywhere we go. Like there's, it's such a privilege to have the Bible accessible to us the way it is, but it's also a privilege to study the word of God. And, um, you know, so I, I often say I'm, I'm so grateful for my job because I literally get paid to open my Bible on a daily basis and study his word, which is what a gift. I mean, who, who gets to do that? And so I just am really grateful for the opportunities to study God's word and, and then also to take note of that. So one of the verses, I just want to share a verse that kind of came to me as I was reflecting on the year was Isaiah 40, 31. And this has been um, just kind of a favorite verse for probably most of the 18, over 18 years that I've been on staff at Emmanuel. Um, but it says, but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And so it's just that constant reminder of when, when, my, when my feet are planted in the Lord, then, um, then I, yeah, he will sustain me, right? Um, because my hope comes from him, not from the things of the world. And, you know, that was another one of my huge takeaways this year is my hope is in the Lord, which means that my, my hope, my joy and hope comes from the fact that I get to spend an eternity with God in his presence and not, not anything this world has to offer. Um, and I also get to be a conduit to bring his kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. And that's a huge responsibility and a, a blessing 
that I get to be a part of that. And so I want to keep my eyes on that. I just, when news is coming at us the way that it does now, and, um, you know, I don't want to be somebody who sticks my head in the sand. I, I do want to be that person, but I, we can't be that. Um, but at the same time, we, when we start to get our eyes on, we've talked about this a few times too, but when we start to get our eyes on all of those things, we absolutely lose sight of the fact that our hope is in, in Christ and the, he's the victory, the battles, battles won. And so that there's a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. I think another macro learning that I had from 2023 and that I really want to implement in 2024, and I just really want it to be the lens through which I see everything is the power of gratitude Mm -hmm. and shifting my focus from what I want or from what I lack to what I have. And it's been, it's been really simple in some ways, meaning I've learned to shop in my own closet So if something catches my eye, you know, if it's online and something catches my eye and I go, Ooh, that's really cute. I really like that to go to my closet and say, do I have something like that already? Or that, you know, I, cause sometimes I'll see an outfit and I'll think, I love that outfit. I want to put that together and I need those pieces to make that happen. Well, I might already have something very similar going on in my closet. So I have learned in a very practical way to shop my own closet and to, to search for those things that kind of caught my, catch my eye online. But another way I think of shifting focus to, to what I have is with non-material things like relationships and things where I pray, I'm praying into things and I long to see things happen to shift my focus to what I'm grateful for in the midst of longing for more. That's a good word. And there's the verse that goes along with that. The verse that um, kind of caught my attention with this one, <laughs> I was I was journaling and I wrote down Colossians 2, 6, and 7. And in the journal, you know, the verses, so then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. And I literally wrote in my journal, like, Ha ha, overflowing with thankfulness. Like I have been the opposite of that. I have been complaining and whining about my circumstances, not overflowing with gratitude about my circumstances. So it, the overflowing with thankfulness just felt like, I don't know. It was so obvious that that's not how I'm living. I'm not living overflowing with thankfulness. And so I'm, I'm trying to make that shift mentally to, even as I ask for the things that I long for to, be grateful. I love that. That's such a good word. I think as we um, kind of transition here, I we've talked a little bit about some some ways that you can do this, some ways to reflect back. So if you journaled to be able to look back at your journals and pull those up, if you're not somebody who journals, then just create some space and sit quiet with the Lord and ask the Lord, even if you do journal, still do this, but ask the Lord to show you any areas of growth, any areas of teaching, any areas of learning that he has given you throughout the year, any of those, um, you know, we call them aha moments when it just feels like, oh my, this, this feels big and at, but you have to create space to listen. And so sit quiet and listen. And as God bring, keep, have something to write with, 
um, near you. And as God brings those things to mind, jot those down and so that you can reflect on those a bit. And so um, it's mostly, it's creating space to make this happen. And so one of the things I just want to to kind of bring some clarity to that. I think sometimes we can think I need to set aside four hours to spend time reflecting on the year. And I would say, yeah, block out 30 minutes, block out 30 minutes, or even if that's a lot for you, block out 15 minutes and spend that time, but create, create a little, okay. So Shauna, you kind of said this, I like to get my cup of tea and my blanket and sit on the couch and, you know, be cozy and that kind of thing. And so, yes, like whatever it is that is life-giving for you, if it, if for you, it's, you know, going for a walk or while you're gardening, just talking with the Lord while you are out working on the garden, that's probably where my husband does that the most. And, um, cause he loves that. That's a, a fun place for him, not mowing, but actually like, you know, with plants and things like that, he mows cause he has to, but. Um, but that kind of, that kind of process is just a tip in how to strategically reflect this year. And if you do have time off between Christmas and New Year's, maybe you strategically make it your routine. If you have three days off, you know, for those three days, set aside 15 minutes each day that you're going to reflect on this past year and take notes um, type, write, whatever is easiest for you, talk it into your phone and record it. Um, but, but don't, don't do it haphazardly because it's easy to forget or lose what God showed to you. And so, um, yeah, that's just a, a challenge for you as you make some time. What would you add to that, Shauna? Well, just the thought that my daughter shared something with me that I really loved that she does. So we were chatting and she was talking about things that God had revealed to her and, you know, spoken to her. Um, and she's flipping through the pages and she, and she just was rattling off like these very clear, concise sentences or phrases or whatever. And I was like, how are you identifying so quickly as you flip through your journal? And she said, well, I can't remember exactly what she said. It was like, um, I think she said she puts an indention or like she writes it all in capitals when she feels like it's something the Lord said to her. And it's like, oh my, because you'd have to shuffle through a lot of writing and a lot of words and a lot of reading to clearly see that in my journal. So that's one of the adjustments I'm going to make in 2024 is when I feel like the Lord has spoken something to me is to distinctively, you know, either write that in a different color ink or take a highlighter to that. And just the things that I feel like these are things that God said to me so that I, so that I can catch them easier and I can reflect back and find the words that God spoke to me over the years. So yeah, it's a good practice. I encourage you to do it. And there's not like a right or wrong way to do this. It's just an opportunity to sit down with the Lord, spend some time with him and just kind of pay attention to what he's done over the last year and give him thanks for it. Yeah. And it will be a gift. Anytime we spend with the Lord like that will be a gift, but yeah, we just want to encourage you. Um, you know, these are a few tips of what we do. We don't do it perfectly, but we certainly are trying to lean into that and always, um, growing in, in how we process that out. Um, one of the things I say a lot is, you know, just even in this, as you look forward to the new year, um, if the God of the universe says something to us and we think it might just be from the Lord, it's probably worth writing down. So um, if you don't have a space to do that, even if it's in your notes app um, of your phone, uh, we just want to encourage you to create some space for that um, and set aside some time in this next week to reflect, enjoy 
your Christmas holiday. Enjoy time with family or friends, whatever this is going to look like. Um, and I just want to say if if there's places missing at your table or you're maybe spending this holiday alone for one reason or another, uh, you are not alone. The Lord is absolutely with you and loves you, delights in you. And so um, enjoy that time. And as we kind of enter into this holiday season, just remember we serve a real God and he really loves you. 